0: Welcome to the Coach and Tex episode nine. What the hell's going
1: on? There's this? a
0: lot going on, mate, and the world is gone crazy. Oh, yeah, well that's right. Last week was crazy. It's crazy. How are you, Tex? I'm
1: um, well, boys. It's not all bad. We're still breathing. The sun's coming up. You've got to oh. put some positive in life. Well, there is positive. I'm just saying it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Good point.
0: Crazy-er. I think um, um, this whole level four stuff's going to test a few people out, particularly after. We, we were there, well, we were level three, um, ease off, back to level three again, which was probably a kick in the gut for a whole bunch of people and now, now level four. Um, so, you know, this is the day after... Business have have received their very clear instructions around what they can and can't do. So I know that's caused a whole lot of consternation around the traps
2: and the total community. And we still hear
1: today some people aren't doing the right things. Well, that's the problem. I think everyone, our listeners, and hopefully you too, would think that we had to do something. So we couldn't keep going the way we were going. So we've got to get a hold of this and we've got to do the right thing. And unfortunately, some people are not, which is causing some problems. Absolutely.
0: What do you think, mate? How are we going to keep people, um, I guess, the mental health piece flowing on from last week? Good segue to talk a little bit about what was going on last week. I suspect that um, there's a whole heap of focus around that in, in organisations now. Um, and, you know, we, we touched on the link back to suicide and, and specifically men last week, and we got some really good positive feedback from people who tuned in. I mean, just more broadly, I suspect now with students, or going back into lockdown as well, like, completely.
1: Well, uh, I don't know about you two, but I've had to have a bit of physio on the shoulders because we've been doing some heavy lifting the last couple of weeks. It's been a bit heavy. I'm going to be a little more light-hearted tonight and a little bit upbeat. But we covered some good topics and we got some great feedback and mental health is an issue. But I just think keep talking about it and see the positives in things and life will be OK. Well, I think that's a challenge to, to talk about it. So... um
2: you two are currently running businesses, so there's obviously lots of things you've, after the announcement over the weekend, and yesterday from uh, uh, Daniel Andrews is about what you need to now change or or, uh, employ as such processes into your business to actually meet the requirements from the government. Uh, And that obviously is gonna affect people. So whether it's how many hours you're doing at work uh, last week versus now for the next six weeks, versus uh, do they have a, a, a role to play over the next six weeks do they get stood down, et cetera, et cetera. There's those um, aspects of the business, but the people aspect is the number one thing. So the next stage to that, once you've sorted that out, is what, do you, what sort of time allocation do you put to supporting your people to make sure, from a mental health point of view, they are OK. Who's, who are the people responsible for those check-ins
1: as such? Well, I think all leaders, and we've seen the Premier this week. I mean, obviously, he's had a, a rough time of it, but he's a leader. You guys are leaders. Our listeners are leaders. Sometimes when you're a leader, you've got to get the balance right between leading and looking after people and also looking after yourself. And, and I reckon... Remember that bloke who did the Cadbury dairy milk, Professor the Miller, in yes. the glass and a half? I'm looking at the full glass tonight, not the half glass. We'll Same.
0: see about that, mate. We'll see about how full glass you are. Mm. Um, good segue, though. I want to talk about. I've used that word twice, so pick me up on that again, so I don't do it again. Oh, segue yeah,
1: or segue, or I want to talk about <laughs>
0: both. Um, last week, yes. Newsbreaker. Yep. Um, text. Yes. Um, about all these people who'd be um, going straight home from the WA hub. Yep. Um, not going to Queensland. Yeah. I saw some footage on the Collingwood. Um, um, website um, where pretty much everyone had touched down yep. so how's that coming for you I, I,
1: still, I still subscribe that it's going to there'll be Collingwood and Geelong players coming home soon now just because they're going to the no, Gold Coast that was not what you said, you I, said in a week last so is it, it the end of this week is the week for you is it it's like a Friday, Friday, Saturday it. hang on to it hang on to it don't go early just hang on to it. It's yeah. a horror show, Ted. No, it, it is, mate. My information is. was there right. There's a lot of right. stuff from there's last week. There's players that are there's not just those clubs, but what I was referring to last week was trouble in Perth and um, within the hub in Perth. Wasn't, and wasn't it? Wasn't tennis players, was it? Hasn't gone away. Well, we're going to cover that later, I think. I hope we are. We're going to cover tennis players later on? Hey, playing um, tennis? The BSEC. We, we,
0: we could do that if you like, absolutely. We're, we're, no, we're nothing if we're not agile, Tex. Well, <laughs> let's can, um, let's make can, sure we yeah, cover
1: that later we, on.
0: We, we have been known to avert from the, the core checklist of the program on occasions uh, previously. What about, um, Shane, earlier when we did our predictions for the story of the year, you said the Jack Higgins story wouldn't be beaten. Um, how, how timely in light, again in light of what we were talking about last week that Majak Daw has um, come back to playing football and there was a lot of hoo-ha about his return and how happy he was, which is all great. And then, And that also then led to other conversations going on with with Dermot Berdy and for any that saw that, I saw Gary Buchanan um, coming in yeah, there. A big... So there's a, there's a fair... So I think, mate, it's interesting around how you think. Not much is being said, but there is a bit being said.
1: Now, Shane, <laughs> if I can just be a little flippant for a minute, Gary Buchanan. that was a a very heartfelt story. But the coach here, no. <laughs> I may have got a little right on, a little there's, there's, message. There must
2: be another segue coming. Shane. I may have got a
1: little <laughs> message off off the cup. I might about... have had one beer. And that's but why I might have actually... The root cause moves. of Gary Bacchanara's woes. But we won't. But people are talking about it, and that's great. Back to your question.
0: Yeah. How does that go? Does it eclipse the um, Jack Higgins story as story of the
2: year? Matt yeah. Um Yeah, we're asking the coach, mate, not
0: Tex. No, I'm no. just
1: saying, clarifying yeah. the question. Yeah.
2: No, I, st- I still think Jacks. I think yeah. Jacks is an amazing comeback from uh, on the table. Brain surgery and to get back playing and playing. He's been pretty consistent with his performance. So yeah. I think has been great. Mad Jack's, um, look, I think um, if he was willing to, I'd love to be able to get him on this podcast. Mad Jack! Absolutely, because I think he, 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 can, he can discuss something that very few people can. And the position he was in a couple of years ago to where he is now. And his per- perceptions and perce- perspectives on life uh, can be quite different now, obviously. Uh, and it was great to see him play on the weekend, great to see him smiling, enjoying himself, kicking a goal. Um, the didn't they get around him. around him? Oh, yeah. It was just, that was bad. a highlight for Fantastic. Pretty so um, I think he has a great role to play in, uh, in some change of lots of people.
0: I think it's another case of recency bias, mate. People just say, oh, well, that's the greatest story since sliced bread and people forgot about the, the Jack Egan story already, right? And, and then something else will come up and we'll think, oh, gee, that's a, that's a ripping story. Yeah. Um, so we, just, we move on and we just think about what's what's exciting at that particular point I'll tell in time.
1: you what's exciting. You write about recency. I'll tell you what's exciting. I'm going off script already. If you want to see an inspirational story, I heard this morning, and you two learned colleagues may have listened to the same. Did you hear Ruffy this morning on SEN talking about his life? He's released a book today called Ruffy. Yeah. Yep. About about his life. From the project last sound-
2: night, I saw the end of it. I didn't see the whole lot.
1: That sounds like uh compulsive good read. reading. Good read, mate. Mm. Yeah. That'd be a good read. Mm. Mad uh, Jack Door, eight possessions, one goal. Doesn't matter, it's not about the stats. That wasn't the point, mate. That wasn't the point, mate. And
0: the we story would want to was change those stats, so it's like um, Jason McCartney when he came back in, in that game against um, Richmond.
1: Well, good on Mad Jack Door. I'm very happy for him, yeah, but absolutely. I'm not sure it'll be the biggest story of the year. Okay. Very harsh, as usual, text. Anyway, uh, did anything else catch your eye from the, oh, from the weekend? It did, actually. We got we got confirmation again that we cover the big issues on this show. So holding the ball again, finally. Mate, we said it, we weren't going to talk about it this week. Well, you asked me what caught my eye. Oh, well, what caught enough. my eye was that holding the ball rule is still a problem. Um Port Adelaide go on their winning way and I reckon the top four or five teams are becoming even more obvious. Mm. That's what caught my eye. What caught my eye was the ridiculous ridiculous amount of
2: congestion in the style and and games these days. So I reckon six out of nine games on the weekend was just over congested and you see the amount of handballs by clubs in such a small zone, like a five metre radius or such and People like the commentators, and I'm sure you're going to touch on the commentators later, big fella. I want to talk about um, the commentators. Yeah, saying, "Why do these guys kick it? They don't have time to kick it." I want it. There's okay. 30 players. Hello, oh, series see <laughs> i got got involved, involved right? yeah. she, not, she wants to talk to you,
0: Jesus, my goodness! Hey, We're
1: 30 players. We're a professional
2: podcast here. 30 players
1: in the uh, forward 50 of the doggies last night. I mean, I I it off. Well, it's you, just you f- crazy. Do you know what you wouldn't have turned off? <laughs> The West Coast Geelong game and the collingwood Freo game restored my faith in the game we're playing. They were both, forget who was playing, they were two quality games of footy who would have caught most people's eye, I would have thought. I reckon
0: last, last Wednesday was okay too. You might not, I remember. That no. was the
1: first game of the round. No, no. That was the first game of this footy frenzy yeah, no, for Fox. That, that that wasn't a great game of footy. West Coast Geelong was a belter of a game It of was. It that was. That's,
0: I reckon that's the best game of the season. I
1: agree. Hang on. Stop the press. Do we agree on something? Hey? Do we agree on something? It's moving right along. Oh. Mate, since you're wanting to, chat, wanting,
0: wanting to chat, um, now, Twitter, Oof. that continues, continues <laughs> to go off we had some interesting people um, liking some of our um, elements following us now, but it's the same old stalwarts, made who continue to make noise about um, our Twitter profile,
1: but just remind everybody, what's our handle, Shane? At the Coach and text. Well done, Shane. And can, just a, a message to all our tweeters. If they could tweet in, um, I would love some feedback on, on what they would like us to talk about next week. Because we've got a few ideas and we've got a growing list. And part of the problem on this record-breaking podcast is working out which topics we cover in the limited time we have. So mm-hmm. to all those tweeters, Bowie Boy particularly... If we could get some feedback tomorrow on on some topic you'd like to cover for next week, we would appreciate it. (laughs) At the coach and text. Very good, mate. Um,
2: Kane Corns recently, um, I think it was last week, apparently has said that there's eight teams that can win the grand final. Not anymore. Eight? Eight. Did he name them? Eight, yeah. Yeah. Go on. He included Collingwood. I can't remember the eight. But I'm going to say there's right now I think there's two teams that can win it. Two. Two. That the two right. I put ahead of everyone else. All right. Go And those two teams are playing tonight against each other. My goodness. And the reason for that is, is the style of play they have. But I think the depth's going to be really important. And the depth has been tested this year. Mm-hmm. I always wasn't sure how Brisbane were going to go last week because they had about, I think, four or five players out. Thought this will challenge them. They'll be, they'll be on the puck, mate. But no they
0: change. play this
2: it doesn't matter.
0: Okay. No, fair enough. Right. Well, we've got a whole segment but if you look you at the, the last
2: know. five games Richmond's played, they haven't played anyone with great except for GWS, which they actually coincidentally lost. Probably shouldn't have, but they lost.
0: The well, so, Bulldogs were going okay when we played them. Well, we've set them off, that mate. That's it. We've ended their the
2: season. Bulldogs like Cody. Stage one, stage two, stage three. Yeah. Stage, you know, think there's stage two that two. can win it, did you say? I reckon those
0: two.
1: All
2: right. and how,
0: I, right think there's,
1: I think there's four. Okay. Right None now. of them are from Melbourne. How many do you think
0: there is? Probably five still. Okay. Okay. Okay, so just wrapping up. um, So, apart from getting into the meat and potatoes of um, this week's episode, we don't have anyone coming in this week, mate. So, we could just uh, enjoy our own company. Thank Christ. But we are going to obviously go to Coach's Corner again, mate. And and I do want to talk about Texas Try because we tried that twice this weekend, only once for all the listeners to know about. So, we'll hear about that. That was good fun. All right, and um, onwards and upwards, boys. Now, we've got plenty of issues we want to talk about um, in the round that's just gone past. And when we say just gone past, mate, there's, you forget which days the rounds finish and start. But um, this, we've got to talk about this hub life. It's, um, it's causing all sorts of problems. Um, you've got teams who are losing form in the hub, um, teams who are getting fined, um, demanding wa- wags, wags, wags. Um, you've got um, <laughs> big mouth presidents, the same big mouth president actually. is on Yeah, one. I agree.
1: It's
0: a disgrace.
1: Then no, no, I agree with you. But hub life is, so rather than complain about the world we live in or the hub life that we've got, we're lucky to have an industry playing footy. Those players are privileged to go and do their work. So just adapt to it. I'd lock everyone out of the hubs. For the last month, I'd, I'd kick everyone out of the hub and I'd just say it's just the players because imagine trying to control that. Now, imagine being in the AFL, who I think have done a great job so far getting this far. You can't control 40 players, let alone 40 players plus officials, plus wives, plus grandparents, plus grandkids. Well, the
0: grandkids so, k- and grandparents aren't in the hubs.
1: No, but they're causing problems for the hub when they're taking uh, Trent Cotchin's kids are going off to um, theme parks. Mate, I've told you before, if you're going to come on and, and we'll talk about stuff,
0: get your facts right. Trent Cochin had nothing to do. His kids weren't with the grandparents. Who's, who Trent, did? Trent Cochin's wife yeah. was the one who went to the um, the, the face place. So, um, yeah, right? It was Levi Casbolt's um, um, missus who's gone to the in-laws and their kids have gone to, to Dreamworld where you, half of Carlton live anyway. You
1: wouldn't have any of those problems if those people weren't in the hub in the first place.
0: Anyway, they, apparently though, that's not the hub that's the issue. It's the one in WA it from is. what you reportedly well, spoke about. Do you mate? want to
1: cover off what the coach did? Hey, do you want to cover off the coach and the assistant coach playing tennis with Alicia Mollick?
0: Mate, that—that that is that. I—I—I I, got to say, I can't get over that one. Like you can—you can excuse the cock-ups of the the wives and the partners who might not be as over all these um, scenarios, but how the hell does the coach cock it up?
1: Well, I, I don't know. I don't have any defence to it.
0: And how does he not get suspended when um, what's his name got six weeks uh, for not supervising the Adelaide players? Um, at some country pre-season, resorting
1: the border. Yeah. Well, A, it's not just the coach, although he's taken responsibility for what he did and been fined and paying it and all that. I get well, who, that. Well, who else is... But there must be other people around the club whose full-time job it is, is to make sure that every minute of every day people comply with whatever the rules There's are. There's a
0: compliance officer. Every team's got
1: one. Well, every club's got one. Well, so at Collingwood, not only did the coach and the assistant coach not comply, but the compliance officer didn't comply with his own compliance.
0: Well, he did. But what they decided to do, and I don't know why they got an exemption, right? So apparently they went and said, listen, can we go and play off-site? And then they said yes. So they've gone and played off-site. And then they've, oh, no worries. Let's have a pickup game with
1: molly and her coach. Well... Here I am, I'm going to defend Nathan Buckley, which for those that know me well, I don't do often. What he did do is at the press conference, it was maybe good. it was a smokescreen for their poor performance, but he, he, he fell on his sword, he said, I got it wrong, I'm sorry, it's not good enough. So tick, 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 but it shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have been allowed to happen, and it's very poor. They've had a poor fortnight. The right, the so, up. so the
0: AFL have fined them. Why haven't Collingwood um, gone and stepped in after Big Eddie um, was shooting from the hip um, two days earlier,
1: well, I haven't heard from Eddie at all. I he, he was haven't.
0: on d- today. Oh, oh, yesterday actually, he was on yesterday. So, and what um, did he say? Said he's been consistent with his thinking around this. But what he actually, I actually heard a fair excerpt of it um, last night on, uh, from his. I think it was off his Triple M morning breakfast show. He, I think he finished the the episode with a whole spiel on it. But um, at the end of the day, everything that he said in that program yesterday was different to what he was talking about on Friday night which is, send them home and do this and do that, which doesn't apply to Collingwood people. He's
1: got a horrible track record, that man, of not being able to differentiate his media role to the president of the footy club. So he goes hard as a journo, and he's a good journo, but you can't wear two hats. And as I said in one of the earlier podcasts, I fear for Eddie and for Collingwood that he becomes another Jack Elliott and stays too long. So this is going to test Eddie. Um... But I thought it was Paul. ex player? Is his what do you think, Grant? Right? Are you embarrassed?
2: Are
0: you embarrassed? I'm embarrassed
2: I just don't understand how uh, the senior coach um, could do something like that. And, you know, we, we talk about those 800 people that weren't at home today and being checked out. Um, how, can they, how, can they not, how, how can they not fun. be at home? Well,
1: how can, we know the rules. He knows the rules in hub life. How can you go out and go and play tennis? But as a leader, you should set the example. And when you don't... But if it gets, you don't it do it when you back, don't.
2: But it gets back to people potentially trying to find ways to do things they shouldn't be doing.
3: Mm.
2: They're not allowed to do it. They know about, oh, but how can I get around that? I'm not supposed to go into New South Wales, but if I talk some crap to the police officer at the border, maybe I can get myself in. Why even do that? Like, here's an example of the senior coach going, I'm going to go and play tennis with Sando. Oh, well, I didn't tell
1: you, I'm also going to meet up with Alicia Mollick and her coach. Like, come on. Well, there's a logic to that. My, my grandfather, who's no longer with us, once said to me, "Do as you're told, when you're told, and how you're told to do it." And for some reason, Australians don't do and, it. And AFL industry have the a problem with it. Do it. Right. Don't cl- do it. So, I
0: think officially we can say Collingwood have a cultural issue. Okay. If you, Jake Jake wrote an article. I think it was yesterday or Sunday, around basically the fish rotting from the head, and when you got. Um, Eddie with his own set of rules. Nate works to a different set of rules. Um, Troy and Tex operate by a different set of rules, making noises in the background. When we've t- we've counselled you on, on countless occasions. No-one
1: would be talking about this if Collingwood had belted Fremantle by 10 goals on the weekend. Yes, they would have. Well, I wouldn't be. I would. I'd, I'd be, be raising it for you. Well, it wouldn't okay. get on the run street because I wouldn't I mean, let it happen. You'd be happy. You'd be
2: richer, mate. Just remember your place, the mate. The pie's out of one. You just an add on. Whether it's a culture <laughs> issue at the club or not, don't know. If he, he goes mate? and plays tennis, uh, I wouldn't think so. So, let's move on. Are the games actually getting any better? No.
0: Oh, no. You don't reckon they're getting... You no. No. So there's, there's too many There's games. There's definitely, there might still be, but um, certainly there's some higher scoring games um, that, that are starting to come through. Not all of them are 35 to 36 like they were <laughs> earlier in the year, but there's certainly been some higher scoring games on the weekend. I mean, not this is a good example, but North
2: slapped Adelaide. The bottom team, um, most... Yes mm-hmm. appalling keep twenty odd points
0: yeah There's well, the West Coast Geelong field. game was a good one. the West Coast Collingwood game the week before I think it was was a good game. I think the well, Freo time, Collingwood game was
1: actually a good game to watch it was a high pressure um, game
2: it was Pressure was on. It was. It was really good, and the the pressure indicator that they put up on the screens on TV. I like, don't understand that. I'm not anyone where they who doesn't that stat understand from, that. But yeah, you know, 230 or something like that, which is a don't
0: understand why we're playing shortened games, mate. So you got no chance of understanding the pressure. In, in
1: answer to your question, I don't. There's nine games a weekend, and the two or three that are good games to watch. I'm not sure they're at this at the, the same standard of what it was last year. So. I don't think the games are getting better. I hope they do get better, but they're still watchable. I love my footy, so I'll watch them, but...
0: Here's my theory on this. I reckon that some of the better teams are coming into stride now as we start to get to the second half of the season. Um, there'll be some teams who also are also falling off the perch and are gone, mm. so that's going to be a, the typical issue you have in the second half of the season. I think also the issue around that break between round one and round two and what are all the clubs up to. Most clubs now have played six or seven games, so... Players are becoming match fit. You're starting to get a bit of a feel for the rhythm of how the games are going. So I think you'll find
2: that games will start getting better. At the end of these these four rounds, in the, the 21 days, or is it 20 days, 21 days of no, footy such. 20 days, 33 games. 33 games. I think we'll, we'll I think the top eight will be set. Exactly what you just said, mate, about the, the better teams. They'll be hitting their straps. The lesser teams, they'll be all over. Um, the margins, you look at the, the high margins, the high scores as such on the weekend, just gone. Um, if everyone can remember the, the break when rain night between Round 9 and Round 10, um, yeah, who were the teams that hit the big, biggest scores?
1: I'll tell you who the two rising. teams that are playing tonight. I'll tell you who's rising to the top. The Port Adelaide Football Club with a percentage of 144.7, sitting on the top of the ladder. Eight wins, two losses. You two, disbelievers, when are you going to jump on board? When If they get up and raise... Raises the, um, the Premiership Cup, I'll, I'll, I'll give you... I'll so give that's you. a pass mark for you that they've been they're, they're on the
2: downer already. Yeah, you their, their performance, their last three yeah. weeks, they've won two out of their three, and that's great. You've just got to keep winning when you're not playing well. But collectively, last night, they were poor. Three goals, two at half-time to three goals, five. Against the Doggies, it can be a very good team. Probably should have been further ahead, the Doggies. Should have been further ahead you know, during the third quarter as well. But they weren't. Forward 50 entries. They're on their that They'll come up. If they can come up out of this, I'm
1: telling you, there will be a big chance. I'll wait to see it, though. So I'll look at your glass half empty with and raise it with my glass full. They were outstanding last night. Outstanding. The game wasn't on their terms for the first half. They weathered the storm and they went back into the third, came out after half time and put it beyond doubt, which is what the good teams do. Mm-hmm. I reckon they're flying. And if they can win two of their next two, and they be ten well, and two. Mate, Look one out! Quarter yeah.
2: of good footy. They'll pour in the first half and they'll pour in the last I'm, quarter. Unfortunately for Port, doggies they... kick straight,
1: mate. They get back yeah. in and just about win it. Yeah. Well, oh yeah! And if it, my it, my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. But it doesn't work that she way. Come on,
0: mate. She <laughs> might be a bull. So just, just on in terms of good good teams. Um, I think you asked around what port have to do. If they make the top four, that's a bloody good result, right, as a starting point. You've if been that...
1: crooked on them all year. I you have. carry yeah. that bias, you say they bully teams and they're no good. They're 8-2 and two and they're sitting on top of the line. Correct, ladder.
0: And, and again, they still haven't played um, three or four of the better teams, okay, um, who, who are there at the moment. So anyway, let me, without going and doing your research halfway through the episode no. on your little iPad, we're, going to have a look at their track record, all I want to say to you is that they need to... To deliver in finals—that's their—that's the problem for them. Of course right? they do. Right. So Brisbane um, played finals last year, even though they went out in straight sets, equipped themselves pretty well. Yep. Okay. Um, so the other teams that are up and about that we think are going to make up, um, I guess the top top echelon of teams at the business end of the season have been there. West Coast. So in my mind, they are the, the standout at the moment. They've got a chance to bank wins, and by the time they have to get out of their hub again later in the year, which they probably will be, they'll be on top of the ladder.
1: Yeah, they're, they're going right. beautifully. I okay. agree.
0: Um, GWS I think, are going okay too. Well, they, they've won their last couple, so that's they've got through that little... That, I think they're a good team. but I think they'll... Again, it's not so much when you're playing well now. You've got, you've got to... T- um, time you run, and that's why I think it's not that bad for Collingwood. You've got a lot of injuries. Um, you've you're probably been in the toughest hub, which is in WA, and you've done exactly what's probably expected.
1: Right? What's tougher about the WA hub than the Queensland hub?
0: Well, I think the um, playing over there against those teams is always people have always said traditionally has been more difficult. I think you'll find Collingwood will settle in now for six or seven weeks in Queensland, and they'll play the majority of their games at the Gabba and Metricon. And because they're better than some of the other teams that will be there, they'll win those, what I keep calling those neutral games. In in WA, they lost against the two cohabitants of, of Optus, right? Yeah. They beat Geelong. Geelong were lucky enough they beat Frio, which you guys probably should have on paper. Only have one, I
1: reckon they're one win away from the Perth experience being, being a success. 100%. 100%, so, I agree. But i tell you what else took my eye last week and talk about teams who are going well is the reappointment of Leon Cameron, who... Doesn't seem to have got the. So he's been reappointed for the 2021 and 2022 seasons. What? Mm. Yeah. So what an amazing. Right Mm. or wrong, what an amazing show of support for that leader of that footy club. Mm. Um, And I think it's terrific, whether you like Leon or not, for a club to commit to somebody, I think it's a sign of a pretty good footy club who's clear about what they want. And I carry no. Desire for the GWS club. Any any
2: any other cream
1: rising to the top? Just about the Collingwood comment about
2: you know going back to Queensland. They're flying back to Queensland. They're probably there now. It'll yeah,
1: they are
0: Sydney they are. this week. They yeah. are, and apparently and all the players who were in Perth have gone there too. He's just gonna, just as an aside,
2: Bucks is going to come there later because he hasn't finished the fourth Why
1: set. Are so <laughs> Why are you two so Collingwood you so centric? Too,
2: it's <laughs> a, it's a, an advantage the fourth set. So it could, <laughs> could be the longest game on record. Boom! boom. Shane is pulling out all of his material. Then yeah. they fly to Adelaide then they fly back to Brisbane. So they've got a, a moving hub at the moment, the Pies, over the next few weeks.
0: Mm. Okay. Uh, any other teams rising? Um, you want to talk about rising to the top or you want to save that for your, yeah. your focus Bris- games? Brisbane,
1: are the, yeah. Brisbane you'll, you'll see how they go about their work tonight. Don't yeah. worry about them. They're going beautifully. What about
0: um, standout players? I, I've, got to, I've got to talk about my favourite key forward, um, Josh Kennedy from the West Coast. I love him. And, and he's he's, he's had a cracking three weeks, which is great. He's very good, uh, but uh, and they have won. I, I still go I, I, in my view. West Coast won that trade with Carlton, oh, even though Carlton oh, got probably. Yeah. Probably.
2: Yeah. huge, probably huge. Two hundred and fifty um, games. The other big fella that played last night, yeah, uh, Big Dixon. Yeah, he's yeah, uh, he's doing very very well. He's having a great season. He's what, a what do you
0: reckon's the big difference in him? What
2: do you notice as a skilled technician of the game? He just looks like he's he's more aggressive in the way he's actually approaching his games and he's been consistent with that so yeah. I, even though I think at one stage I think he took that big one-hander yeah. in the goal or just outside the goal square and like I think his stats weren't great it was seven or eight touches up but like he's just having an impact and he's I think at one stage he had three players just trying to drag him off the ball as such uh, when he's going oh. for a mark he's just creating so many opportunities for his other he small he spoke
1: players. well after the game too
2: last night I, 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 I turned it, it p- off I went and watched something else
0: I lay money that if you go and do a deep dive there, yeah. he, he, he's, he's doing something mentally different. Because he, he he played angry. I reckon he plays angry now. But it just looks like it's channeled in the right it's, way compared yeah, to prior it's control. years, right? It's control. He was giving away silly free kicks. Yeah. He'd be outwardly frustrated. Yeah. He just looks like he is in the zone. Yeah. And like I, I never really used to like him that much, maybe because of the way he'd be... Angry and, and whatever else, but he ragdolled someone last night after he took it. like he almost he did, it. there flank yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, I think he's been good mate uh, that that be one real positive that they line around. is
2: quite dangerous
0: right. and that's when why they're he's more da- up and about yeah when he's up and about otherwise if they can do because I think their back go line's are concerned right against good teams in September right whereas they've got a key forward they've got good midfield. Uh, it'll be, and, and I think Lysette's a good ruckman, and Adam's not bad either.
2: So that yeah, would be right. one of He's the improving. positives about Port Adelaide. Right. Look, it, yeah, the back six depend on the on the on ballers doing the right thing defensively. Mm. If they're applying enough pressure on the opposition on ballers, then they're a chance to actually get a fifty-fifty or win more balls than, the, than their forward, their opponents, or such. So that comes into play. That's, that's, a, that's a major thing. And you would saw, we saw the. Uh, uh, the West Coast game versus Collingwood the other week, and how the feed to the big fella, Kennedy, in that game was just, weights out. You know, no, no pressure. He, he went okay? Goes
1: alright, Nick Nat. there's oh. a star.
0: Absolutely uh, Some star. of those flick-back
2: um,
1: tap outs just reminded me of my days back at the Turtle Dome, mate. Just um, yeah. exquisite stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we get. Especially, you know, with Nick Nat, especially being a, a good ruckman like he is. I'm not interested in you and the Turtles. I oh, no, no, I thought you were just going to knock on the table. Oh, no, no. Can... The, the fact that they throw the ball up in the, in the middle often, particularly you're going to see more and more of that as they play at night at the Gabba and Metricon when it's wet. So they, they throw the ball up and it's really predictable. Oh. He just gets first use of the ball all the time. Mm. And, and he's been fantastic. You wanted to talk about captains letting their teams down. No, I didn't. I've got one more. Oh. I out that I really wanted to ask you
0: about, mate. Go you a bit bit Strong about your views on this particular game about 15 minutes out, yeah.
3: Um,
0: when we finished up last week's episode,
3: yeah.
0: Did you enjoy um Dusty's um performance last um Tuesday, he was, or Wednesday night? He right? was
1: terrific last Wednesday Did night. You? He's a great player, mm. but I'd say he hasn't had the greatest of seasons. And back to your point earlier about recency, let's not get all work ourselves into a muck lather over a good game from Dustin Martin. No, last we just week.
0: the topic line, I think, in the run sheet, mate, was players standing out. And he was so great, we picked out some players who stood out. Last weekend, he that's
1: was all. he was outstanding last yeah. week. And I,
0: just for one anyway, I know you, you love talking about Collingwood. Still, side bottom. I mean, he nearly won it off his own boot that last quarter. Well, I don't great.
1: actually want to talk about Collingwood for the rest of the night. There, okay. I'm not talking about Collingwood the night. I'm talking about captains, individual players,
0: captains, captains. Mate, this is my topic because yeah. uh, my two favourites um, let their teams down yet again, um, uh, and he did it again last night. So I've had the two bond. opportunities to bond. Give me a spell. Um, and I think you said he's a, a lock for the All Australian, and a couple of media uh, gurus um, listed their mid m- year All Australian team. Not to be seen, mate.
1: Well, as you've um, had a habit all year of, of flipping and flopping, you tend to go early with a great performance or bag someone. Give him a bit of time. He's allowed to have one or two or three bad games. No, and
3: he's still, well, he's, he'll and, still be in an All Australian. The last,
1: seven games,
2: right. the last seven games, right? Yeah. He's only been two games, he's had more than 20 possessions.
0: And he doesn't need a whole heap to, to, no, do, to be really good. he's not effective with the footy when he gets it. Last know. week, key moment towards the end of the second quarter. Um, and what does he do? Gets a mark, 20 metres out, misses the shot. And and who's the benchmark amongst captains who does that? Cripps. Patrick Cripps. Yeah, um, you've been cooked on him for a while. And, um, and, and you know what? Um, they're just not standing up in the key moments, right? And, and so these guys... Captains. None of these particular, those two particular, right, they're good players. No, and I never questioned Bontempelli about his, his playing. It was around his ability to lead. And I think that's a broader problem for the Bulldogs. That's why they just, they're just they just a muck. Last night, again, same thing. Um, they, they had the game on their terms and they got beaten by what I would say is not a very, really mentally strong team.
1: So you two are part of the reason why in the weather forecast, they say partly cloudy rather than mainly sunny. The two captains on a positive, who I think are standing up really well, is uh, Dane Zorko, Brisbane, and Jared Witts of the Gold Coast. He's had an outstanding year. So there's two players. Max Gorn, probably for Melbourne. Is, is, um, just out of interest, isn't Witts co-captain with um, Swallow? Aren't they yeah, I think captain? he is. But yeah, okay. I'm talking about Witts. So Witz. he's a good half-captain. He's going beautiful, he's Jerry. Well.
2: I thought he played well last yeah. year as well. Fantastic. You see him just growing confidence. And when he wants the opportunity out. at
1: Collingwood,
0: so it's yeah. fantastic. When he hits out, he does to advantage, unlike the he's bloke who he gets 70 at Collingwood and doesn't land too many at... Oh, sorry, we're not allowed to talk about Collingwood no. anymore. you
1: can talk about Melbourne if you like well,
2: We can talk about the on-ballers of Collingwood if you like. I'm not talking about Collingwood
0: well, for the rest Gawn, of the podcast. Max, Max Gorn's another
2: captain who's going off. There's no, he he's, is? Yeah, he's been really good. There's no defensive attitude of the Collingwood on-ballers, full stop. And that's um. their problem. I
1: refuse to talk about them for the rest oh, of the summer. That's the problem right there.
0: Shane, what, what did you guys do back at Collingwood 30 years ago when uh, big Al McAllister um, started spitting and spraying about the, the team? What, what actually happens in the clubroom? Do, do you Al actually McAllister, care? he
2: wouldn't go. <laughs> what? Before or after the game? Hey? What, what
0: situation? No, no, so we big heard Al, Al Glenn Bartlett or whatever his name is from Melbourne this week have a crack at them after their performance the other night. And it's become a big story. Um, I remember Gutnick doing it in his day as well, and Gary Lionel Ooh. would talk about that. Um, presidents are allowed know. to do that though, aren't yeah,
2: they?
1: they? Uh, I don't know, mate. I don't
0: know. I don't if know, they know if feel
2: that's like really... they've got the right to say yeah. so then I don't know. The media yeah. put anything negative in the papers as we spoke about last week.
0: People so, are interested
2: but, in what presidents say? Yeah,
0: maybe, but but I'm just interested from the player's perspective, like water off a duck's back or does it get does it get a Guernsey in the
2: um, in like, the as in a the, player, or rather yeah. the president not saying anything?
0: But, but if I he does, does
2: he annoy Well, potentially, and not knowing every president that's in the league at the moment, they've never played to the level that we played at. So Hello. they don't know our world. So self congratulating. No, I'm just saying. It, mm, tell me, mate. Look at the, the look at the eyes the come, the, come together. I've never been a president <laughs> of a football club either. So I, I don't know his world either. So don't comment on our world.
1: Uh, we won't comment on your world. Mm, that's no. a bit
0: narrow-minded. Well, I think no, they're like really.
1: the CEO of a company. They're entitled to an opinion and people... Um, are interested in their opinion. Yeah, keep it internal. Don't keep... Why put it no. out there in the market? We love hearing from Jeff Kennett, Will David Kosh or that nutter up on the Gold Coast. What's his name? Can we go back to last week Tony we spoke about yeah. the media, how negative they are, but here you're encouraging some negative comments. No, but, I'm encouraging comments, not negative. Well, it's negative. When Jeff Kennett gets uh, out there and makes a comment about Alistair Clarkson's How is that going to coaching? stimulate the players by well, hearing those comments made by presidents? Well, it depends
0: on what they say. I'm not sure that's what you want your president saying in public. So if, if he's got an opinion or she's got an opinion, go in and, and do it through the appropriate channels to Shane's point and have a conversation about that. Uh, why aren't they allowed to have an opinion? That, so, mate, again, I'm going to ask you, are those little things painted on or are um, you not listening? They they can have an opinion. I'm just thinking, why are you drawing that attention to your club now? What, what benefit has that got? Unless he said hey, Ralphie, I want to come and give you a line right, about Melbourne and then can you really spray it out because we want to get up our players and see if that might incite a reaction from them. Why else would they do it? I Uh, I just can't see what the positive
1: um, position of the club... And he looks like a bit of a twat. But supporters or followers of the game, I think, want to hear from players, coaches, presidents, commentators. That's what makes the game so great. Hear from lots of different people who have lots of different opinions. And you're Go right. A presidents haven't is played not, the mate. game. It's interesting. Is there, has there ever been a president who's played the game? Mm. Question for our tweeters: Has there ever <laughs> been a president of a footy club who's played at that level? And if not, yeah, who's the guy at North? North? The guy in North has but, Buckley. Yeah, he, ben Buckley. He played at North. Played North. He's oh, the president. He? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard much from him. Well, he's um,
0: old um, Finney's um, mm. brother, mate. Um, so Ben Buckley's Ben Buckley's played. Um, John my card. Was he president? Please. Uh, <laughs> eh? I don't think play? Leon Daphne played on the <laughs> one when he was at Richmond. Um, but oh Peg. Peg is going okay down the Tiger Lane. Peggy O'Neill. So she, she'd be the bench. She didn't president. Play. She didn't. Play. She didn't. But um,
1: um, superstar Peg. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about um, player taunts? And I, I actually misread the run sheet. What did you mean by player taunts? What do you mean by that? Well, um, our little mate up there, um, he'd be about the only bloke you're taller than, Tom
0: Papley. Yeah. You know, getting into old um, um, Tom Mitchell, I think it was, and then ended up getting a free kick because Spud Frawley came along and um, pushed him back over the fence. And and then you've got other blokes going up and rubbing people's hair. Well, actually, sorry, mate. What
1: about that St Kilda bloke who tried to hit that Sydney guy on the hand? Yeah, but that's interesting. I'm not condoning that. I I am. Do you know why he did it? Because he had a broken hand. No. You no, no. try and hurt him?
0: No, no, no. He, um, what he did was um, that was a direct response to the fact that Rampy, and I'm not sure if it was with the broken hand, he was laying into Max King earlier, right? And so I don't know how he found himself at that end of the ground because he's a backman and so is Rampy, so I don't know how they ended up at the same end of the ground. What's wrong uh, if brings, someone's brings a back-
1: got a? What's wrong if, in this world if someone's got a weakness? or an injury or a weak spot, using that, identifying it and using it to your advantage. What's wrong with that? Well, they, they outlawed it, uh, what was it, 2012 or whatever year it was, when
2: Na, uh, Mel Michael and uh, Nick Rebot up at the Gabba. Yeah, but his shoulder. if I'm playing on... To do it. so, so how just, far is that going to go, mate? Just
0: not... As far as it needs to go. Right, so how far would you go if you're a player? If you were playing against Majak Daw yeah. on Saturday, oh. would, you,
1: would you use... Would you use... I'd use whatever it took to get him off his game for me to beat him and at the end of the game I'd be the first to go up and shake his hand and say congratulations on your comeback, mate. From the moment that Razor Ray puts the ball down and hits the chalk until they blow the final siren, it's every man for himself and I'll do and say whatever it takes to beat my opponent on the day.
0: Mm. So now, I think... Now, How's it's, it's your little rocker going now? No, I just...
1: Again, I will call out the stuff that you two won't call out. There's nothing wrong with that. If you think there's something wrong with that. I'll, actually, why don't I go up to him before the game and say, congratulations, Mad Jack. Why don't I just lay off you for a little bit, get you to have a few touches, and I hope you kick six. Player huh. conversation being been going on forever. Well, well, I'm talking, talking about no hitting. Change. I'm doing anything. Yeah, well, you're just talking about talking to Mad Jack Door. I'll, I'll talk so to him. Yeah. I'll, be yeah. so I'll be in his ear. I'll be in his head. That's fine. I'll be punching well, him, I I'll be squeezing you. It done depends done what you done. You're a, collarbone, broken, no, no. a collarbone no, no. broken. nothing's hand. off limits. Nothing's off. Nothing is so so off. Could, you can you can be derogatory. Absolutely, I can question his heritage. I can question anything about him. But but what I will say is Hashtag that goes that goes a step too far. If at the end of the battle, when you don't go up and shake his hand so, and say, "Well done, mate." So, oh yeah, okay, that'll fix everything. Well, you'd get a reputation after a while, if you're true to yourself, about being a better bloke, being the best bloke you can be. Can I remind you of Damien Monkhurst and Michael Long? Yeah. What a disgrace that was. Blown out of all proportion. So you're doing the same? Well, Tony Shaw did it for many years, didn't
0: he? No, no, but that was in like 1997 or something, mate. We are in 2020. So That's you're insane. saying it's okay now to go and deride an opposition player. I reckon it Perhaps that. a mental health issue. Uh, and use that against them to try and gain an edge. I
1: don't think there's any limits on what you can say okay. or do to a player. Man, there's a whole episode in this one, Shono. Mm. Provided, just listen hello. to me. Hello, so, hello, here so comes the disclaimer. I don't want to turn on, open up the Herald hello, Sun tomorrow and see that we I'm re- misquoted. <laughs> We're not even
0: on air, mate, but we could be taken off
1: As long as <laughs> all is fair in love and war at the end of the day. Do whatever it takes. Anyway, I think we're... Mate, would
0: you believe we're not going to leave enough time to talk about these commentators? No, talk uh, about them, because... I, I, just... I have to, mate. I just think, and it might be the quality of the football that's being played, but, and the fact that the commentators are not at the games. That's what it right? is. You think that's what's driving them up the wall? Yeah. Well, I think the quality of some of the special comments guys are... Uh, like Cameron Ling, he's woeful, right? Some of the blokes on radio are, are terrible. No. I just think the quality of uh, and what they bring to the actual broadcast. Uh, that Luke Hodge, who's really good now, obviously they can't make that work because he's based in Queensland, so they're using him as a boundary rider when I think in the first round in that Carlton-Richmond game where he still could travel, he was down in Melbourne and he called that game live.
1: Almost impossible for a commentator to do a good job when they're not at the ground. That's what I put well, you after. can't
0: call the game, and then you start with some of the dribble that one of my favourite commentators, BT, started with. Yeah. I'll tell you who you can tell there's no difference to it at the moment. Hudson, Anthony Hudson, who I reckon just about it. He'd have to be in the top But what's three.
1: your beef with
0: the commentators? A, special comments. I just don't reckon that you've got a whole heap of guys who are bringing like a whole lot who? to it. Like who, who, who,
1: who? So who? the Channel
0: 7 guys are, um, are no good. Most of them are no good. Those those sheilas that they get down on the boundary line, they don't add any value. I actually think um, I really like Daisy Pearce. They're using her in special comments, and they're using her on SEN. I heard her the other night, and she's actually, uh, and it shouldn't be surprising, she's good.
1: I see where you're coming from. I put it down to when they're not there, they don't have enough to talk about, so they, they just talk dribble and they make it up as they go. What do you um, mean they're calling the game, mate? So why
0: are they why is BT talking about stuff, Luke Darcy talking about different stuff? I, in fact, I think the Channel 7 guys are, are right off. What do you reckon, Shane? They don't
2: bother me. Hmm.
1: And I haven't noticed no, no, that. Don't, don't mean, right, commentators,
2: sorry for raising it. No, the commentators, is good ones and there's bad ones. and you, know, you question some of the things they say sometimes, but... See, I think there's I the biggest noticed, gap ever. I think it's changed
0: over the years. Go listen tonight. I don't know whose game it is, so I hope it's friggin' Fox footy. As, as long as Dwayne though. Russell
1: it's it. I think the bit that I've struggled with has been the boundary writing stuff. I think the quality of boundary writing, special comments. Mark
0: Rusciuto. Like, I mean, last night, yeah. some of the questions with that silly microphone from miles away. I mean, okay. I haven't noticed, but I've got to say. Well, you might need to pay attention that. Well, I'll do it for you this week. All right. We've got to let the coach... Coach, come up now, mate. Um, he's got plenty to talk about in a moment.
3: Morwood, a chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood puts it back. Oh, magnificent draft by
0: Morwood. Shane-O, I absolutely love the opening to this segment every time. Coach's corner, mate. What's um? What's, which games did you cover off this week?
2: You should know that. The Doggies and the Tigers. Ooh, what a yes, game. I've got those. some questions for this.
3: And I think then, Tex has
2: too. and then the Lions and the Bombers.
3: Mm.
0: Okay, Footscray and Richmond, mate. Footscray, that Bevo, mate. No good, that bloke. What did well, you think of his effort last week? Well, he didn't play No, no, a but we bloke, want but... you to
2: talk about the coaches. What was his, to, I... What did he do or not do? Well, they both both teams set up behind the play very very well early. What I liked about Richmond's tactics mm. were that they actually keep switching the ball across the play. And moving the defensive mechanisms of the doggies. And just waiting to get it, to get that gap, I suppose, to actually get a scoring opportunity. What I liked about the second quarter, once they started to move that defensive mechanism, bang, straight down the middle of the ground, opened them up, their run and play. And it just it just got the doggies off off the off the bit, so to speak. They couldn't defend it, couldn't stop it. Um, interestingly though, you talk about Dusty. I mean, Dusty started to get into play. I love Baker. Baker off at half back there, well, he's up and on the wing, does a super job. Doesn't get a lot of mention, but he's a bit like the kind um, of uh, Daniels from from the doggies. Gets because it, because of his of the uh, short stature, well, is, not that there's any more than that. I, I, think think. I love it. What I also also liked uh, was Jack Rebolt, He's not getting a lot of the ball. Oh, I was going to um, ask you about Jack. Yeah, but she's. I notice a lot of things he does. Physically in marking contests
1: to help out big linchies. But what, are what are those things? Those are so things can... that
0: Mason Cox could learn to do. Well, mate.
1: What are they, so I can look for them this week? So blocking, tonight, actually, block out a taller
2: payment like the mm. Ruckman, like English, for example, to allow Lynchy to get a clearer opportunity to mark the footy. Mm-hmm. He did that so many times, and so those things, are, I'm not sure they get noticed. Certainly internally, they would, and I just, I love that.
0: There's lots of clubs now who don't have two really good backmen, right? So Bulldogs are exposed because. Really, Eastern Wood's not quite the big sort of guy. Well, he's to actually. Off a bit, Wood, hey, like, oh no, yeah. I think he's been all right. And then yeah, who's the yeah. other tall one that they've got? Ace Cordy. It's Cordy who, Jordy, and, who Williams is doing well. Well, but again, he's not as big, mate. So well, he's uh, probably they're probably. But, and then up forward, they don't have um, anybody either, right? So Josh yeah. Bruce is, is their key. Josh uh, Bruce. Is not so good. what? What he's, Richmond do is well right is. Either Lynch or Rewald, whoever gets their main backman. So tonight, when they play the Lions, Harris Andrews is going to go to one of them. So that's where you'll start to see some of that yeah. team stuff. So look can, out for yeah. it tonight, Tex. I think I'm the other thing the, the Tigers I'm... did
2: really well, especially early, yeah. probably the whole game really, to be honest, but certainly early, they kicked to the spot in their forward fifty really, really well. Much they don't kick to the been. player, and that helps your Rewalds, your Lynchies, those type of player. I, I, I reckon they're really smart. The connection with that. between yeah. the midfield and forwards oh, But bad. certainly early. It, yeah, contested possessions. They always look at that. It's an indicator of the game. Forty-nine, thirty-one. I mean, they just dominated. So if you're Damien Hardwick, that's not part of our game plan. Oh, sorry. Coach's so. corner or the coach and turtles corner. Yeah, the
0: coach
1: and turtle. This okay? You decided to participate this week. You didn't last week, mate. Is you're worrying about the punt? <laughs> if <laughs> if you're Damien Hardwick, you're happy with Jack what eh? with what he's producing from a team point of view, yeah. yes. I'd uh, like him to get more of the footy, for sure. Yeah. Okay.
2: Absolutely. Just checking. Like right to, right. I'd like him to kick a few more goals. Mm. But at the end of the day, um, you know, they kick 90 points. What was that? 13, 14 goals. Whatever what it be? is. I mean, it's, it's yeah. working for the team. I can't And that's, that's the beauty of it. Kick the other the more thing than they control... the Pickett kick more than he The other thing is they control, they've got marking players that can actually mark the ball. I mean, I just mentioned about them kicking to the spot. It's just so smart and so clever... But it's so effective at the same time. The only way, if they're not marking the ball, it's coming down to the ground level players, and they're, they're been effective as well. So, so there's scoring opportunities. For example, 48-17 marks Tigers' way at halftime. 48-17. That's unlike
0: us, though, mate. Yeah, they, it's just the switching
2: it. to the ball, yeah, finding the right more, spot, yep. overlapping, kicking to the spot in the forward 50. Beaches, just, yeah.
1: it just They just did it really well. Uh, are we moving on from that game? Because well, both those teams bore me. To be truthful. The Tigers, I made a comment here, the Tigers
2: were the puppeteers and the, and the doggies were the little
0: puppies. So just the one thing finishing off on Richmond, yeah, because we, we, don't, do. we never talk enough about the Tigers, mate, but you said earlier you thought the two teams who, who
2: could win the flag are playing tonight. Yep. Why do you think that? Because of the, their ability to um, win contested footing, the ability to actually move the ball effectively, they're sideways, through the middle of the ground, and kick to spots They've got good defenders, good forwards, good size, Pressure. a good mixture in the middle of the ground. They've got good balance, and that's even with players out for both teams at the moment. So, yeah, whatever happens tonight, we'll, we'll get a bit of a better indication tonight of where they're both at against. You know, they're both playing good footy, so I think it should be a, a ripper game. But yeah, you know, I think they're going to be there at the top end of it. Richmond of have the, got about as
1: much chance of beating Brisbane tonight as I have of growing hair. Mate, that, that you both are drowning in your own bathwater. Have you got did? chest hair? I have. Well, there you go. So, Bridgman, you'll grow here, mate. Richmond might be Brisbane tonight.
0: Brisbane and Melbourne, uh, Brisbane and Essendon, mate, um, on the weekend. What do you think of... Um... Well, who's
1: coaching Essendon, first of all? <laughs> who's coaching them? <laughs> it's I'm confused.
2: Too big. He's confused again, mate.
0: Who's
1: coaching them?
2: I think one of the guys that is coaching is not sure he's coaching.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs>
2: God, He's be... a statue, isn't he? They've
0: got a
3: is lot of a injuries,
1: Shane, Oh, have they? Have they... They've got...
3: Essendon have yeah.
2: got a lot of injuries, mate. There is... They've got as many injuries as anybody else. The problem is that the players that are out, that will come back in eventually, uh, they're not marking players. They're not going to. They can't kick a score. They've got you. You watch well, them walk Joe out Dano, and no, the the If he was fit, he hasn't played Pretty. for two years, basically. No, no, I know, but it's uh, if he's not going to. Yeah, he's sure. not coming back, okay. right? Okay. Um, so they're going to struggle, mate. They've got they're a team of midgets. Um, not enough players standing up. They've got. Mm. <laughs> It's it's amazing there. The forward fifty entries were very much similar to to Brisbane, but they just couldn't score because they had no one to mark the ball. It's Brisbane, consistent. Is, is, don't you think that's an issue for Brisbane as well? Like no. I mean,
0: they've got Hipwood no. as their forward, right? As their as their tallest key forward. Yep. That, that that will hurt. I think
2: that's the potential to hurt them in the finals.
1: Well, they not about
0: finals. He's, he's not
2: playing well. I mean, you talk about rewall, yeah. You talk about Hipwood. They're they're very similar, except. Rewald does more for the team than Hipwood does. He yep. doesn't get involved in anything else. Yep. He doesn't mark the footy. He's a liability. Cameron's
0: their go-to person. I think if you you go to those stats where they say which is the forward that's been most targeted. Um, they go to. I Cameron. think his
2: body his body work against his opponent has improved. I think that keeps him in the game. Um, his ability to actually um, his decision making is elite. So quick and so precise. I think he, he's he stepped up. So I think it's been great. But just I'm, just I'm on
1: accident, they don't leave. Uh, Queensland for another three weeks, and they've got um, GWS, the Gold Coast, and St Kilda. They could drop all three of those, and that is good night nurse for Absolutely. the year for them. What I loved about um, uh, McCarthy and versus Saad, I don't know if you noticed that.
2: Like Saad sets up attack for the Bombers. He was not allowed to actually get out and run and connect up, but what he, they did, they got one-on-ones on McCarthy. He's not great with the body-to-body stuff, and McCarthy showed him up. He's too strong for him, too smart, and if he did get a ground level ball, he was congested. Well, that's not what you'd normally say about the link, but that's a really good point because I actually had
0: Saad in my same game multi to get 20 possessions, but he just couldn't get a touch. I'm thinking, bloody hell, what's going on here? Yeah, but you, hey, you, um, if you look yeah, back,
2: that's yeah. what happened. They, they went to McCarthy yeah, no, a fair a bit because they didn't yeah. want him to be run Free him off. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They made him yeah. the target to make him accountable. It's a good way if of you. using um, McCarthy as a decoy what, as
0: well. What like, about
1: McDonald and Woody? What do you think of him? Did he play, did he? Yeah, see, this is the thing. He, he, yeah. Because he's of coloured descent, no. he doesn't get... No, he, hang on. He's been down on his form for the last three or four weeks. Well, how come we haven't heard about it? Because we don't like to call out some of these people oh, like in our game. He had stuff. seven possessions what? last week well, with Donald Tipper do with anything, mate, Well well, well, how come he hasn't been making headlines about how he's no good? Well, I think what he does... Well, how many yes players club? have been highlighted yeah. that they're not any good? Well, they I've heard a lot of people talking about Bell Chambers not being any good. He's just, because come he did, back and,
2: he's just come back into the game. But he's, he's no good. He, anyway. well, he's people say he's no
1: good, but we don't talk
2: about Tim and Wood. Tim and Wood is
0: Woody's a good player,
2: mate. Well, and, he's a... and he's had a reasonable season. Yeah, commentators, and the commentators, high quality commentators, made mention of it that he's had one kick, I think, at half time. Yeah. They
1: put him in the middle of the ground. Great. So put you're the, the, the coach. Ground. If you were categorising him as poor, average, or good, where would you put him? Well, the last three weeks, he's poor. Right. He's probably got about 10 other mates. Prosecution rests case. Which games do you want the coach to focus on this week, mate? What and about then,
2: Brisbane? How yeah, about Brisbane? Brisbane talk about yeah, let's, 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 let's just talk about the coach's um, responsibility when you've got players and a number of players not performing well. Yeah, what do you do with them? <laughs> They're one-on-ones talking about them, going through the The coach, not their assistant coach, get into them, talk to them, try and get their confidence up. Who, who would you sure expect you, to do that? Who's hey? coaching
1: it? Who well, would you expect one to one do that? one of the two of them. I'm not sure. Well, they've got twice as much opportunity to have these one-on-one conversations. What about Chris Fagan? If that's, not, if that's not is that his name, Chris? Yes, the Chris Fagan man. How's Chris, he going? He's doing sensational. What's he
2: doing well? He has a strong relationship with his players. They talk about that a lot yeah, too, yeah, don't they? Absolutely, he's like mate. They love it. They love their environment. They love Dimmer. Do
1: you reckon? I'm not that's sure if because they love the
2: tennis player um, yeah. over in the West, or they're in Brisbane now, are they?
1: I think I'm right in saying he's the oldest coach in the AFL. Fagan, yeah, terms of age? There's still a chance for me, I reckon. There yes. is. There is. But do you matter. reckon, so so be fair to say he is, not because of his age, but because of the way he coaches. He coaches in the old-fashioned way, right, I think. I see him get animated. I see him, he'd he be the old school coach to a degree, yeah? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I assume so, but we don't know. I just reckon that you, you watch Chris Fagan... And he coaches a lot from the bench, I notice. And I saw some other coaches did that on the weekend. He, to me, looks like he's just going beautifully and they're getting the results. So are you, are you, are you saying that he's coaching well because they're winning or are you seeing things you like in his coaching? No, I saw it last year. I, I loved the way that it was changing mm. uh, and that's his impact.
2: Yeah. Um, you can see the players love him and um, they enjoy having a conversation with him. He actually speaks to them. gives him a pat on the head say good stuff. It's the father figure type stuff. And they're listening and they're, they're enjoying the environment.
0: Hey, um, this week. Yep. Because do you know that this round actually finishes on Friday? Yeah, there's is less games because of the bye. Because of the bye, right? Yeah. And did you? I didn't know this. There's a double header tomorrow night and Thursday night, and just one game on Friday, and then the next round starts on the weekend. Right? I did know that. Um, so there you go. So Shane, I'm saying focus on Adelaide versus Melbourne because I'd love to get some insight on those high performing coaches, Matthew Nixon. Simon Goodwin Yep um, And Gold Coast Versus Sydney Yep Good one Okay Gold and
1: Coast now, The next round Gold Coast V St
0: Kilda Is it Gold
1: Coast V St Kilda Gold Coast V St Kilda Thursday night No, and... no it's
0: not yeah, Sorry Hang on a sec Oh I'm in the wrong round Sorry right, yeah. um, Gold Coast Versus St Kilda Sorry Shane Gold so Coast So we get St. Kilda. Rats and, rats and Stewie Dew
2: I don't think You've done them yet So Melbourne Adelaide Gold Coast St Kilda Please correct. Got it. All right. And just the last thing about the ability to mark the footy, right? How it's important. All right. So the Lions and the Bombers. All right. Ninety-nine forty-one. The Lions favour, but in the forward fifty, fifteen to five. That's how important it is.
1: To mark it. To mark that footy. Right, how many of those are contested versus
0: uncontested? Yeah, does
1: that matter? That's a fair question. Oh, he doesn't want to talk about that. Does that matter? He
0: he wanted to use that last study, he had that in his notes.
1: Is there a difference (laughs) between contested and uncontested marks besides the obvious (laughs) one's contested and one's not? Is (laughs) Is there a difference when you look at marks full stop? Do you put a lot more value on one more than the other, or does it not matter if you're allowed to mark uncontested? I didn't I think
2: ask the Rich- you, I asked the coach. Look at the, Rich- the Richmond versus Doggies, right? They had a higher amount of uncontested possessions as such. Right? Because of the switching a player and moving the ball around, that's acceptable, all right? Clubs don't want to actually give the ball over and turn the ball over because they'll get hurt. We saw it last night when you get when the ball got turned over, how it hurts you. Port Adelaide kept in the game because of a couple of the Doggies' mistakes. Tigers move their ball so effectively and, and, and hit targets... That it's actually it's a weapon, so you can say, "Oh, yeah," but they were uncontested. But that's that's the technique. It's a, the ability to draw the defence into different positions where they don't want to be, and the doggies were in disarray. They didn't know where to go in the end mm-hmm. because they go, "Oh, they go." Oh shit! They come back inside yeah. through the middle of the ground, and all of a sudden the gaps opened up. And then next time they go, "Oh, where do I go?" And then when a defender or or they're all defending, just such the way that games played. If they unsure where they're supposed to be, gaps open up, and they're so good with hitting the spots these days and players these days, that it just opens up and cuts them up. And that's what happened with the doggies. And that's why the margin was so great. Good work, Shadow. Insightful.
0: Right. Thank Adelaide you. Adelaide and Melbourne, Gold Coast and St Kilda. Thank you very much. Three.
1: <laughs> now it's time for Texas try, and we're up and about tonight. <laughs> can so, we get a win? No, Look, no, I want to get a win, mate. I apologise. No, no. I apologise for last week. We were out before we went to air. <laughs> However, what the <laughs> listeners won't know, because you are very selective in what we share... You, just, you, know, you, yes. just said, you yes. felt so guilty. That, well, we so had just a, tell everyone, you, you, remind everyone, you went super hard at, at two of the legs that failed. I may have right. got a little ahead of myself on the first game. Right. And I chose Bulldogs and to win and they didn't, so we the we're time, out. By the time you pulled into the driveway... We were out. We were out. And, so, then, you and should, then even just out of interest...
0: Adelaide um, are the worst. No, no, North Melbourne are the worst team. I think were the words you used. Yeah, North
1: Melbourne are uh, horrible footy side. Uh, what uh, I didn't see coming was that Adelaide uh, are just about the worst Sebastian. in the history of the game. Sebastian. No, we all knew that last week. Oh man. well, no one. I didn't see North Melbourne touching up Adelaide. Well, they didn't have to touch then.
0: them up. They were just going to win. Now, what so would be bit, acceptable? Uh, anyway, this
1: is my segment. Yeah, so, no, but well, what it's would be not. acceptable is after five minutes of the game
2: commencing, and if you, you can tell whether your team's going to win? I would have last week mm-hmm. chosen to have another bet while that game's in progress, knowing that that team that was in front of that stage of the five-minute mark is not going to lose. They make I'm ads. Say they make ads, ads can, about
1: people like you. You can, can make that change if you can't control your punting. They make ads about people like you. Somebody so what I did? What I did? The more you Off win, air. the more you win. Off air, I said to both of you two that we should deep dive into the kitty. And so I said, uh, let's see if we can get some money back here mm. and put another bet on with our support from Headspace.
3: Which is and, not really support. And we,
1: we went, or I embarked on a journey of tipping six winners uh, for the rest of the round and we got five. We got five out of the six and all we needed was the Collingwood. The first five too. First five, all we needed was Collingwood to beat Fremantle. And we would have put $482 in the bank. But alas, that didn't happen. So here we are in round 10. And I have decided that we're going to square the ledger. We've been doing this for 10 weeks, $50 a week. We're $500 down. um, And then we're going to break even this week. So Texas try this week is the five games that are left in this round, starting on... Tonight. 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 Going through, the winners will be Brisbane. I grab your pens, pencils, and crayons if you've got them at home. Write this down. Brisbane will beat Richmond. (laughs) Geelong will beat North Melbourne. Melbourne will beat the worst side in the competition. That team who I'm not mentioning will beat Sydney. (laughs) And St Kilda will beat the Gold Coast. And that has got an all up value of $9.99. And with our $50 – oh, sorry, and GWS is the other game. GWS will beat Essendon. So to which, recap – Is that Essendon or Essendon? Essendon. Um, yeah, okay, just mm-hmm. clarify. Brisbane, Geelong, Melbourne, that team I'm not mentioning, St Kilda and GWS, 9 $50 bet will return $499.50, which means after 10 weeks we'll be $0.50 cents down for the year. So that's Texas try, a six-game multi. Get in the queue, as Mick Malloy would say. Shane, I reckon that we're probably better off um, doing a try on the NBA. Uh, There's
0: three teams for tomorrow. Let's just do this this as an alternative. We'll just do a $20 bet on this on the side what do you reckon well, you talk
1: amongst right? yourself and I'll yeah. talk to our yeah. listeners no, no. If, you're, if you're not remotely no, no. interested in anything in America no, like no. I am thank yeah. you very much for joining us and we'll see you next week no. but if you want to hang on and I listen to I don't know, know
0: this... why the betting on Indiana and or Orlando has been suspended but it is uh, Miami against Boston that's a tough one we'll steer clear of someone's that tested COVID positive probably. Yeah. Hey? possibly possibly um, no, they're not short enough, Shona. The all up multi's not that good actually, based off this. So we might swing on Nine, 99. the to text. Not, not, you sound like Dipper, mate. All right, very good. Um, moving on. And Demi's closed down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very good. Good night. Now, Tex, the one thing we forgot about your segment, which you took over um, just just a minute ago on um Texas Try was mm. um, um, the sponsor. Um, have we um, have we found a sponsor from one of the betting agencies yet? You're going to need to. I, I think we had one of their advocates, NEO, um, but unfortunately he's back in the can. So <laughs> Ned's Ned 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 the, um, So Ned I don't Ned know. Do they allow Twitter at, at Bowen Prison? Because um, he might be able to. Uh, <laughs> he might be able to. <laughs> Hang on, I've got to speak to adventurous.
1: <laughs> I've got to speak to adventurous. So how, did, how mate, we've got. Would you
0: believe? After Dush from the Bush and Sam de Sicilian, who've been a bit quiet over the Rock last few the year, Ferrari right, drivers—that's that, that, it—and um, a couple of others. The, the Duchess of Detroit. Of, the
1: Duchess of Brighton. You know, how is she? Has she recovered? Uh, I'm not sure. She's uh, uh, the, the property market's taken a tumble, and her and Jeff have bunkered down, so I'm not <laughs> sure. I haven't heard from her. What about the bus driver? Where is he? Mick? Yeah. yeah. Not sure. Not sure. <laughs> not sure. Not sure. we've got the latest,
2: mate.
0: Uh, a new one, John from the Pigsty. Johnny
1: from the Pigsty. <laughs>
0: now you know him well.
3: Yes. Um,
0: and he he's actually asked a, a bit of a deep and meaningful question because I know he's big on um, on rebates that builders get mm. from our manufacturers, and he's asked you about the parallels is existing between these
1: um, between dealing with builders and paying rebates and having to respond to all of your tweeters. Well, my response to John <laughs> before I do respond to John would be. I noticed it was the 1st of August, and when I first met John from the pigsty, he said to me that he puts out a price increase every year on the 1st of August, and I should never forget it because it's always the horse's, horse's birthday. birthday. So, there was a lot of talk last week about the horse's birthday, but I didn't see much commentary about John's price increase to the market, so... Hmm. We, we might have to tweet about that, mate. Uh, but answer his question, what parallels are there between dealing with builders paying their rebates and having spawned to yours? Well, it's very simple, John. He who yells the loudest gets the most attention, so... <laughs> There's a bit of that going on amongst our tweeters, mate. The more you ask and the louder you scream, the more attention you're going to get. So tweet loudly and there's you'll get a response. There's been a 10% increase in followers, mate.
0: That's um, almost tracking as um, as positively as our, um, our listening audience as well. Internationals? There's still a few internationals around, Shane. Um, you notice how it's gone
1: from the intro segment to the final segment of the show now. Yeah. Not that many people are interested in our stats as we are. And I have promised um, in a private tweet back to... A Bowie boy. I have promised that we'll get him on as a special guest at some time. So just call your jets, Bowie boy, and when we can fit you into, an, into our schedule, we will. And, and Paul from Hat Check One, has he, um,
0: has he, um dare I say it, had checked in with you um, over, <laughs> over the last week or he's so? He's going beautifully. Paul He from still Hat hasn't check posted um, that handsome photo of himself.
1: No, he's going lovely. Okay. Don't worry about Paul from Hat Check One. He's just had a record month. All right. Well, um, we should push off,
0: mate. We're about to go and see the Tiges. Um, created destroyation of the of the Lions there.
1: They will be doing oh, a that, lot that of chasing tonight, the, the Tigers, mate. They'll looking see... forward to being child- Excuse so, me with our VFL team up there, mate. See how they go. They'll be looking at more asses than a nurse on night shift, the Tigers tonight. Don't, <laughs> like. don't worry about that. <laughs> We've been sweating all season to use that one, haven't you, mate?
0: Haven't you? Anyway, um, have a good week, boys, uh, and stay safe. It's, uh, you know, it's it's bunker down, but um, look after yourselves.
1: Keep smiling. It's not that bad. We'll get through six do, weeks. Do the right thing, everyone. Have a great week. Five sessions to go in lockdown. That's
3: the way I'm looking at it. See you, boys. Morwood, a chance here for Coniglin. Shane Morwood puts it back. Oh, magnificent goal by Morwood. Morwood, a chance here for Coniglin. Shane Morwood a back. Oh goodness, it's a more. a chance here for Shane hooks it back. Oh McGivison Morwood, a chance here for Conigwood. Shane Morwood hooks it back. Oh goodness, a, by Mowry. Mowry, a chance here for Conigwood. Shane Morwood hooks it back. Morwood, a chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood puts it back. Oh, magnificent! Goal by Morwood. Morwood, a chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood puts it back. Oh, magnificent! Drive.